people see me and they're like, whoa, it's Carter. Carter from Here Comes Some Wisdom means nothing. He is a non-existent character. He's a... If, if you listen to Here Comes Some Wisdom, please stop listening to Here Comes Some Wisdom. I'm on Here Comes Some Wisdom, and I don't want to be on it. Please stop listening to it. Please, people, stop filling your head with filth. Please. People just say it's entertainment. The fact that it's entertainment... Do some research on the effects of podcasting in your brain, and I promise you, you'll have a decision to make when it comes to podcasting, especially with what you listen to. Uh. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Well, welcome to uh, Here Comes Some Wisdom Episode I Don't Even Care Anymore Because of Carter Uh, I'm Trevor And Brent And that's it That's the way it should be Mm -hmm. We've done a little house cleaning around here Seems we got a traitor (laughs) Traitor in the mix Pimping out our podcast. So we took it back. We, we got rid of Carter this week. We told him just, you know what, just stay home and think about what you've done. Think about your sins. Think about what you did. And then, the, so the thing that happened is that I went and actually listened to the episodes that we weren't on, the ones that he sold us out for. Right. They're actually pretty funny. They were good and... Kyle, like Kyle, upped his game. He was really good. And Patty, I mean, and Isabel. It was it was a solid crew. And then there was this one guy that just kept ruining everything. <laughs> and his name was Carter. So, well, Carter had no right bringing other people on the episode. I mean, they did okay. So I don't know if mm-hmm. I should thank them or, you know, I think it's just like we're even. You know, you didn't mm-hmm. ruin it, but Carter's still in very hot water. I don't even know if we're going to have him next week. That's to be determined, right? What are you thinking about this, Brent? Did, did you have any p- opinions on this now that Carter's gone and we can talk freely without him crying? I'd just rather not. He is just a... Uh, any attention for Carter is good attention because that's all he wants <laughs> is internet fame. So he's willing <laughs> to do anything to do it. So let's just move on. Good. Well, I went back to get my hair cut. To the creepy, creepy... It's been, ab- yeah, it's been about three yep. weeks, so you need it trimmed. Yeah, yeah. got to keep it clean here, you know, higher standard. We've got to wear a shirt and tie to school every day and got to keep the, got to keep, got to keep the hair trimmed. And I went back, and this time my old barber, uh, kind of chubby Indian-looking fellow, he, uh, he, was, he was busy, but he pointed me over to the next chair. The chair name, it had a name on the floor of it, the footboard. Mm-hmm. Said Utopia, so I was I was riding the Utopia. Uh, I knew that was a good sign. And then there was a guy that was sitting in the barbershop just eating curry with his hands and some bread, which is normal. And all of a sudden, he just stood up and well, he was cutting my hair. It, it was pretty awesome. Thing was, is he was wearing, you know, like the Michael Jackson Thriller jacket. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking Bart Simpson, <laughs> man, but okay. I do no. know the Michael Jackson thriller jacket, yes. <laughs> he was basically wearing a black version of that with like the buckles and the creases and the collar popped and like 
greased back, slick black hair. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like all style, like all fashion. This guy was so intense. Mm-hmm. He'd cut my hair. When he was cutting my hair, he would cut it a bit. He'd like, be like, and he'd step back and he'd put his hands down by his side. And he'd like gaze at me like maybe Antonio Banderas would or something. Just an intense stare at my head. And then he'd go, and then he'd lift up his arms like really high above his head and be like, it was very dramatic. It was the most dramatic. It took so long because he'd like walk away or like a matador like sizing up the bull to like mm-hmm. kill it. He'd like size me up and then come in and attack it. And then he'd get so into it that he'd have to like take a step back. Mm-hmm. He was a very emotional haircut for him, I think. Well, do you think this is anything to do with like, are you just getting molested because of blonde hair? So like a thing where like I- <laughs> blondes, in J- blondes in Japan have to like get mobbed on the subway or something is this what's going on i I definitely think it's an event when i come in i think it's i think it's an event and so he he took full advantage of my sweet sweet blonde locks Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was creepy and of course at the end Mm -hmm. out came the power glove and he just went to town just full i but see this time i was ready for it right so mm-hmm. it wasn't like a surprise violation. It was like, yeah, I want this. Let's do it. Here we go. There's a bond. And he, he, he was thorough. But he didn't put his finger in my ear. Which I'm kind of happy about. But, you know, the, his friend did. He didn't. So whatever. Mm-hmm. And I gave him a good tip. And he was so happy. So happy. But it was a, it was a, it was a wild ride on the Utopia. Would you, do you like these styles there? Are you used to it now? Like the, this, the flashy dress? Is that uh, well, the most common or is it just like a no, few people who are? No, there's not a lot of flashy dress. Like oh. there is like, but the flashy dress for like teenagers that are like Kuwaiti or like, mm-hmm. like the people with money are, it's more like they want to be like American prep school students or something. Like they want to like wear popped collar polos and stuff. Right. And then there's all of everyone else that works for them. They're basically the slaves, you know, mm-hmm. and they get their fashion on. But it's really, it's just a lot of like hair product mostly and some crazy colors. But a lot of people still like, even kids will wear like the dishes, which are like the clothes with the, like the headdress on kind of thing. Like that's common. Like mm-hmm. kids wear that all the time. It's just, it's like wearing a jeans and t-shirt, you know? But there's some there's some good like a lot of like the um, mostly people from India, mm-hmm. like the other Muslim countries like the Egyptians and the Syrians they're pretty pretty chill. But then you get like a lot of like people from India really like rock the high fashion. A lot of Michael Jackson thriller jackets. Yeah, they all live with all the men live in big houses together until like the day they get married. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, the yeah the Indian life in the Middle East has got to be interesting because if you look at a, I was looking at population graphs. Okay. Every Middle East country just there's an explosion of middle-aged men. No women, but I guess that is all the worker. That's the working class brought in. Yep. Because there's like triple the men in the country from age twenty to sixty. <sighs> 
So and they're allowed to marry like four back. wives, but <laughs> it's probably not really working out right now. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. So that's what's going on in the Middle East this week. Your haircuts. Yep. CNN. Mm-hmm. It's too bad How's you didn't go there with it. It's too bad you didn't go there with just with the hair, long hair. Just flowing with long. like yeah, just just before you went there for the first time, just like shaggy hair. Bring it out. Shaggy blonde curly. Ugh. That wouldn't work on me. That would not work. Mm-hmm. I have terrible I didn't have like more like, you know, when Tom Petty's like dead and his hair is all flat and stuff, that's what my long hair would look like. Right. Just gross and filthy mostly. Right. Like a skeleton hair. Mm-hmm. Um, how's your nutrition, Brent? How's your health? Thinking I have issues with food. Oh, are you a little bit lactose intolerant, a little bit glucose sensitive or something or gluten or? No, I just think it's personal issues. But you just don't like food? I I was at a nutrition conference yesterday or some getting a talk to, not just personally. Was this for work? Yes. From the nutri- from a nutritionist. And it's Isn't just your sad. sister a nutritionist. Yeah. Okay. Figure she could have gave you a heads yeah. up first. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> just the way to. That's just not a way to live, though. Why? The healthy way with food is so depressing. No fun. Water. I've just fallen. I've really fallen out of love with water. So that There's a lot hot, of yeah. water in a Dr. Pepper. Mostly water. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got to just be water, though. It can't be no fun. Ugh. Juice? No. <laughs> juice Juice is like... Juice is completely out of bounds. And grapefruit juice ruins everything, right? Probably. Doesn't that destroy your medicine, too? Mm-hmm. So... Ugh. Here's what I'm down to for. Th- I'm trying to cut down on pop. If I talked about um, my sugar water, I even cut down on that. I just stopped drinking anything. It's You're drinking okay. sugar water? Yeah, syrup water. That's disgusting. Tap water with some vanilla syrup thrown in. Did someone tell you to do this, or did this just happen? No, that was my creation. <laughs> okay. I, thought there's, there's, I thought there's Italian soda. Oh, but if, you, but if you don't have soda water around, just regular water. Put in some ice. It gives it some, gives that water some kick. Which probably like four pumps of sugar. Yeah, fifteen calories a pump. Boom, sixty calories. A little bit of sugar, but not like the one hundred and eighty in a can of pop. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice vanilla, satisfying taste. Is it satisfying at all? It's better than water. <laughs> You really just don't like water anymore. Yeah, I just don't think it tastes good here, I guess. That's got to be it. Used to be all over it, but then it just... That's just empty weight. Water. Like, <laughs> I think I think we talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're going to gain weight, you can only do it if you put so much weight into your body, right? So. And water ain't going to cut it. Water's heavy. It's not filling. But it ain't going to stay... I don't know. 
I haven't found that. Found when I go back to drinking water, it's instant weight gain. Maybe so. Maybe I'm constantly in a state of dehydration. Are, that's, hang on. that's probably more likely. <laughs> so I, I was like thinking maybe you're on birth things. control. Yeah, well, I'm in. A, I'm in a constant state of dehydration. Do you always have headaches? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Do you get a lot of headaches? Do you get a lot of headaches? Sometimes. Well, that's probably dehydration. Yeah. Oh, I think now it's more of a coffee. More of a coffee craving. Oh, you're a slave. Because I found out on weekends. On weekends, starting, I've been starting to get headaches. When you're not in your routine of coffee. Yeah, so I have to. But then that's just a good excuse to take a baby out to a coffee place. Cause one more excuse to go there for an hour. Well, he sleeps next to the grinder. Oh. Man, I've been having coffee issues. Mm-hmm. All I have, I could write a book on coffee issues right now. I've been going. First of all, have you ever heard of Egyptian Egyptian coffee? Yes. Have you ever had it? No. Or is it called Tur- Turkish yes. coffee? Maybe that's what it's called. Right. Oh my! What a disgusting thing. You're it's down like on it, ta- or taking it- coffee and putting a pine tree in it. It's so gross. It's the. Oh, it's disgusting. And there's a couple premium coffee places in Kuwait because they love their coffee here because you can't go to a bar and drink. So the only thing to do is go to restaurants and coffee shops and hang out to like midnight. All the t- Basically, what we did when we were in high school in like grade nine before we could go out drinking yes. is what everyone in Kuwait does. That's everybody in Kuwait just goes to Smitty's for, for coffee for seven hours. Because well, there's nothing. Co- that's probably more fun though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those end. are some of the best times of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's this thing called ketamine or cadmium or so I don't know what it's called, cardamine, some stupid word. But that's like the flavoring that they put in coffee. So you go to these premium roasting places, and I want I want American coffee, none of that crap. And they're like, yes, 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 yes. And you smell the beans, and it doesn't have that stupid pine tree smell. But they roast it in the same roaster. So no matter where you go, you always get these stupid traces of that rat poison. And it's just, it just, ru- it's just, it's so disgusting. It's like you take one sip and I just want to spit it everywhere. So I have to go to Starbucks and buy like packs of Starbucks coffee, which you can just guess how cheap that is here. Right. So I just get ripped off constantly buying stupid Starbucks coffee, even though it's really good. I mean, you mm-hmm. can do better. Yeah. You can't fake it at these places. Do they... Could you just syrup a, a vanilla coffee or something to cover it up? Or I can't is it do strong that. enough? No? I love just plain coffee. I just have to have plain coffee. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, yeah, I'm, at, I'm just black pressed coffee every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And that's and the coffee presses. Okay, I bought a Bodum, right? You know what a Bodum is. Yes. A press. Okay, boom. Was using it for like three weeks, maybe four weeks. Put hot water in it, cracked right down the side. The one thing it is meant to do is take hot water. That's its only job in the universe is to put hot water in it. Cracked. So tell me if this is a douche move. I had to get a new one. It probably is if you have to ask. But so, so I went to Starbucks and bought a new one. Now I'm going to take the old one back with the receipt. 
and say, this is the one I bought and it just cracked on me because I don't have the receipt from the old one. But it's only a few weeks old and I paid like 35, 40 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. And it cracked from hot water. So is that unethical? It's only, you're only supposed to have a 14-day exchange period, but I'm going to switch them. Do the old switcheroo. No, that is... Fine? That's fine. Yes! Good. I don't feel so bad. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of swinging. Swinging? What? So I... By, you might not want to ask me about ethics, though. I think you know that... Mine vary topic to topic. Depending. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it to a friend after. Is that bad? The broken one? Well, I'm going to get it replaced. Okay. No, that's fine. Everyone's and then fine. another friend gave me another one of the exact same model because he heard about my woes. And he's like, oh, I have one. I don't use it. Take it. So now I have three coffee presses and I'm going to sell one, probably have a backup. So buy one, get mm-hmm. two free. <laughs> I'm a bit... Coffee's tough for me because I'm only iced. What? Only cold coffee will do. So do you make coffee and then pour it on ice? Uh, Make it, put it in the fridge. Okay. For a day, so it's like you need 24-hour prep time. So you, you're ahead of the game. You're like thinking, you got to have a routine then, a nighttime mm-hmm. routine. Yeah, usually it involves buying coffee at a coffee shop instead. <laughs> and then just putting it in the fridge. <laughs> No, <laughs> just every day. Oh, I thought you drive got, to the coffee yeah. shop and put it in the fridge and then drink it the next day. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would work. Or McDonald's has got a quality iced coffee, I'd recommend. McDonald's has great coffee. Mm-hmm. They really do. So no, I was just, talking about... What's that? No, I just have to take my Zojirushi to McDonald's and it causes a scene every time. Zojirushi, I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so narrow. It, it's about the size of if you took a remote con- a TV remote control and stacked two of them on top of each other. It's like the thickness and length of it. <laughs> so trying to get ice into it in a restaurant like that is just a scene every time. Can they handle it? I haven't been turned down yet. If it's if it's busy, do you wait until it clears up, or you just get right in there? I just move on. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. You should let yeah. them know that you're moving on, though. You should kind of point to them and be like, yeah, I, I, I'm just not going to do this right now because I care about you, and then walk out of the store because then the next time you got a little bit of, yeah. you know, got to make a relationship yeah. with those kids. Yeah. I also did go back to my... Um, a scouting out a record player again. <laughs> well, following up here, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do it. That store seems... Like, I was scared about being ripped off by gypsies. Yep. The store is selling the stuff that I know they're selling. They're selling, like, used wooden hockey sticks for 10 bucks. Like, an so old no-name... An old no-name hockey stick. Yeah, so... I can't trust anything there right now. There's that. There is how much of the records? How much of the records though? Fifteen dollars to fifty cents. Fifteen. Just get all the ju- good, get all the good cheap records, and then never talk to this man again. Just take yeah. his records. I think all the good ones. I think he knows his stuff for that. Well, bon who cares? What fifteen bucks. Oh, he knows. Hey. Yeah. 
yeah, the stuff in the fifty cent is pretty pretty out there. <laughs> you might find some gold. Maybe I'll write you a list of it, but yeah. there is weird. There is a British guy in there for some time trying to sell his driving wheel in Royal Manitoba. I don't know for PlayStation, and they're trying to make it work, and it was really weird. <laughs> Because it only works for the upper class games. This guy was this in guy the was shop. Really, yeah, this guy was really selling his driving wheel. It only works in the premium games. Yeah, yeah. It only works in the premium. Like, I don't know. Do British people playing video games—that's already weird to me. Yeah, they're gonna suck. <laughs> they're just not gonna be good. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think there is such thing as a good British video game player. They can't be as good. That's impossible. Do you know anybody? I don't know many British people, but I'm positive they would all suck at video games. Mm-hmm. Steve. Is he any good? I don't know. Hmm. But he seems sneaky good at things. I think this guy is, looks like a British. He's pretty small, right? Not a yeah, thick guy, weird, but, then he's, but then black belt, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he messed you right up. Yeah. I think that's sort of part of getting a, Brazil, a Brazilian black belt, though, unless you're going to be UFC. You're the UFC, oh. write it up, or, like, sneaky about it. Ah, oh, yeah, that's better. Sneaky's way more interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got these glasses, dorky yeah. haircut. My, my plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. I just broke your neck. <laughs> <laughs> you're choking on your tongue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to see you try, like fight a grappler like that because you're a grappler. You're like that's you've, my natural. You've come ability. up with your own. You've come up with your own grappling <laughs> techniques from every fight you've ever been in. It just turns into a two-hour like slow choke. <laughs> I got a low center of gravity, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that would work. Probably a, not well. Another grappler, no. But maybe it would. Maybe it's better. Because they won't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Your techniques work. They're, they're, they're weird. Legs reaching around body parts and contorting them. Mm-hmm. So. No, I'd probably get broken. <laughs> probably my forearm would get shattered or something. So I was talking about how coffee tastes like rat poison here. Well, that might be a good thing, Brent. That was a... Whoa! That was a terrible segue. I'm sorry. I actually thought about that because when I said rat poison, I thought about this and I just totally cartered on you. I apologize. I apologize to everyone for that terrible, terrible segment. Transition. But anyway, Norwegian rats invade Kuwait. Kuwait times. Unless an immediate plan was drawn and followed strictly to get rid of the Norwegian rats, the rodents will keep multiplying, causing an epidemic by the end of 2014 that the state will not be able to fight. Have you ever seen what a Norwegian rat looks like? Mm. No, I haven't had the pleasure. 
Okay, Dr. So-and-so said that this dangerous breeds of rats was spreading at an alarming weight in various areas of Kuwait, namely blah, 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 nowhere near where I live. And he warned that this particular species of rodents can become as big as a cat and is highly dangerous since it carries and spreads plague, is clever, attacks humans, and cannot be quickly recognized, and rec- quickly recognizes many kinds of poisons. Seeing any food, they usually send a smaller rat volunteer to eat it, and if that rat dies, they never approach it adding that these rats are such good actors that they will fake their death when hunted and wait till they are thrown out. She said, if one rat is spotted in your house, that means there's approximately 50 others hiding around the house. Cat-sized attack humans carry the plague and no poison and can act dead. (laughs) So... I need to leave before the end of 2014. (laughs) Why has these not taken over? Norway just deals with them somehow? I have no idea. Norwegian rats. I have no idea. I don't know anything about Norwegian rats, but all I knew is that the kids at school the other day were like freaking. I just have to say the word rat and they'd probably stand on their desks. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I saw a rat half, almost the size of a cat once that ran over the car. It was already dead. It was so giant and gross, we didn't know what it was. We had to, we had to call an adult to come and take a look at it. <laughs> and then the tail was like a whip, so we knew it was a rat. That's <laughs> what having a gypsy mother is good for. <laughs> good. She can spot a rat. <laughs> That's a whole other story. What are your thoughts on Andrew, the Andrew W.K. situation? Middle East controversy. What's going on with him? He was denied a... He was denied a state ambassadorship to Bahrain last week. What's it, what does the state ambassadorship even mean? Bahrain? I almost went there. I went to Qatar instead. Well, I, I could go and ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm close enough. Yeah, he was supposed to be a culture ambassador for the U.S., for the State Department. And they said, nuh-uh. His trip was revoked. Bahrain likes to party, though. Well, he That's likes like to party. Vegas. Yeah! He sounds like the perfect ambassador for Bahrain. <laughs> Did they do their research on him? They seem to have a lot in common. There is no better... He's the best ambassador for Bahrain. Mm-hmm. He was going to promote music, freedom, and positive party power. <sighs> Probably didn't like the positive part. It's not a party till a maid ends up dead in the desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Bahrain just really... I've lost a lot of respect. It was the U.S. who cut him down. Oh. Yeah. The U.S. government turned, changed their Bahrain mind. wanted him, probably. Probably. Probably they were excited. Now I'm back on board with Bahrain. I'm sorry, Bahrain. My, my apologies and condolences in this time of mourning. I'm losing Andrew W.K. Mm-hmm. 
that place likes to party. If you ask me one thing about Ohio Rambi, like they like to party. Mm-hmm. And who likes to party in America? Andrew WK. Oh, I was flying to Qatar and I saw this video. This is totally random. But there was, you know how there's like the instructional video on what to do when the plane's coming down and you're going to die? So don't do it anyway because you're dead. Um, there was this guy at, like doing all the gestures and like showing how to put on his seatbelt and stuff. And you could tell this guy really wants to be a male model. Like, you know when you like crouch your brow or you crinkle your eyebrows or whatever and you like forehead gets all crinkly and you like stare at the camera and you try and be all cool i do it mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> yeah he managed to do Sucking that for the entire a little bit mm-hmm. entire instructional video for the entire thing he's blowing up the inflatable <laughs> life preservers with his eyebrows crinkled giving a sexy glance into the camera while blowing it up. It's like borderline filthy and it's like on a Middle Eastern flight and this guy's like blowing the inflator. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could tell like, you could tell he got like, he got the call from his agent like, we booked you a gig and he's like, yes, where? And he's like, cut our airways. Flight DVD. He's like, oh, I can still look sexy. I can still look sexy because he is trying to look so sexy on this DVD. The blowing the life preserver was just insane. Like, I was sitting next to a friend, and she was, like, basically in tears. And I didn't mention it to her. We both were watching it, and we both looked at each other at the exact same time. We're like, this is the best and worst thing ever. <laughs> totally unannounced. Just too funny. <sighs> Very cool. <laughs> That was not a leg. That was just your reaction. Yeah. No. I'd started to picture... Have you seen any of the Monday or Sunday night football games with Tom Brady this year? The nope. pictures that they take of him? <laughs> they're basically as bad as like his... Yeah, they're, I don't know with him... He's a hard guy to read because in those pictures, he is still modeling so hard. Like, okay, let's line up all the football players. He's like arms, like com- arms completely out sideways, side face, side faced, like model face, just screaming at the really? camera. Yeah. Just like putting a lot into this picture. Yeah, he must be having a laugh at this. Mm hmm. Because he doesn't strike me as incredibly stupid, but he is kind of a Zoolander type. Because he just does what coach tells him, you know? Mm-hmm. Turn left, throw right. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's the, water sl- there's the water slide incident. There's a few things like that that make you question. What's the water slide incident? His happy times on the Brazilian water slide. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Happy times on a Brazilian water slide. It probably would have been... I'd want to go... Episode day. You've been mentioning a lot about getting a Brazilian this week. 
Hmm? Well, you said something else about when you're getting a Brazilian, and then you said something else. So I don't know what your th- what your mind's on right now, but. Not awkward here. No. We're just taking a <laughs> break. Just taking a break, Carter. See if he leaves this part in if he does a crappy job editing. Yeah, he, pr- he probably won't even listen to what we're doing. Yeah, we're still making him edit it, by the way, people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. Love you, Carter. Yeah, he could just edit the show. That's his contribution. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> flashbacks. Like yep. actual like <laughs> He'll actually cut in his own parts and be like, I remember in episode seventy four when Brent <laughs> said this. And then he'll play it. <laughs> Three hour shows every week. He'll do intros to each bit. Alright, now Brent is gonna talk about this. And or else he'll just add in his own voice into the segments and pretend he's talking with us. <laughs> oh. Love you, Carter. You should keep that part in. <laughs>